This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair, 42 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Ash Wednesday, the second day of March 2022. Rich Mulders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Beautiful forecast in store today. Sunny skies. We'll have a high of 76. Clear tonight, a low in the low 40s. Sunny again Thursday, high in the mid-70s. Clouds move in Thursday night. No mention of any rainfall, low of 44. We'll have partly sunny skies Friday and a high of 71. And then some rain chances moving in on Saturday. Slight chances of rain Saturday and Saturday night with gusty winds. Saturday's high 72. Very mild Saturday night, a low of 61. Watch out for thunderstorms. And Sunday, a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high in the mid-70s. Right now, Fair 42 at the KVOM studios, and let's congratulate our employee of the day today. It is Rita Binsley with the Moralton Street Department. Obituaries this morning. Frank June Bernard Fushris Jr., age 94, of Moralton, died Friday, February 25th. A private graveside service will be held at a later date. Arrangements are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Marion Hogue, age 79, of Moralton, died Sunday, February 27th. Visitation will be this morning from 10 to 11 at Harris Funeral Home with the graveside service this afternoon at 2 at Wolf Cemetery with Brother Mike Atkinson officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. George Wayne Moore, age 62, of Mayflower, died Saturday, February 26th. Visitation is tonight from 6 until 8 at the Harris Chapel. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.33. Let's turn to news this morning. The Conway Police Department has made an arrest in connection to a weekend shooting that left one person dead. Police say Tyrius Harris was arrested Tuesday afternoon on charges of murder in the first degree, terroristic act, criminal mischief, aggravated assault, possession of a handgun by certain persons, and carrying a weapon. 44-year-old David Hood Jr. died in the incident that took place early Saturday morning at the intersection of Neal and Garland Streets. Conway police say the case is an ongoing investigation and additional information may be released at a later date. If you have any information regarding the investigation, you're asked to contact the Conway PD Criminal Investigations Division at 501-450-6130. The political filing period for the May preferential primary, nonpartisan judicial general, and annual school elections closed Tuesday with at least nine contested races emerging in Conway County for the May 24th primary election and several others set up for the general election in November. Mayoral races in Plummerville, Menifee, and Apollo will all be decided in the primary election In Plummerville, Patsy Johnson and James Wilson both filed as Democrats. In Apollo, Joshua A. Young and Russell Tyndall are both running as Republicans. In Menifee, incumbent Gary Green is being challenged by Bill Smith, Terry Coleman, and Candace Baker in the Democratic primary. Other races in the primary election include Quorum Court Justice of the Peace District 2, where incumbent Patrick Hartman, Sandy Swaffer, and Brad Brewer all filed as Republicans. Moralton City Council Ward 1 Position 2 between Courtney Martin and Benny Baker in the Republican primary, and Moralton City Council Ward 2 Position 2 between incumbent Bruno Holzman and Diane Barnes for the Democratic nomination. Three aldermen positions in Menifee will all be determined in May. 
Position two is between Democrats Sharice Fleming and Chris Penn. Position four is a Democratic race between former Mayor Lee E. Smith and Robert H. Oliver Jr. And position five is between Jerome Green and Derek Hammond, also on the Democratic ballot. Confirmed local races in the November general election include coroner between Republican incumbent Dennis Decker and independent Keith Davis, Justice of the Peace District 3 between Democrat incumbent Ronnie Campbell and Republican Stephen Davenport, JP District 6 between Democrat incumbent Billy Deaver and Republican Brigham Jones, JP District 7 between Democrat incumbent Jason Robison and Republican Jonathan Trafford, JP District 9 between Democrat incumbent John D. Trafford and Independent Scott Keaton, JP District 10 between Democrat incumbent Terry Alvey and Republican Dr. Leslie Griffiths, Moralton City Council Ward 2 Position 2 between Republican Isaac Decker and the winner of the Democratic primary race between Bruno Holzman and Diane Barnes, Moralton Ward 3 Position 1 between Democrat Linda Everett Williams and Republican Richard DeLuca, Moralton Ward 1 Position 2 between Democrat incumbent Fred Hill and Republican James Blackwood, Plummerville City Council Ward 1 Position 2 between Democrat John Sims and Republican Jeff Wilson, and Menifee Alderman Position 3 between Republican Rita Davis and Democrat Terry Benz III. There will be no contested school board races in any of the three districts in Conway County. Coming up on 737, fair, 42 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 76 with sunshine today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. 738, fair and 42 at the KVOM studios. The Conway County Quorum Court has approved amendments to the county's personnel policy that increases the beginning salaries for most county employees, including those working in county general, 911, and road departments. During Monday night's regular monthly meeting, Justices of the Peace approved three separate ordinances to increase beginning salaries by 4% in most cases. JPs have met in several Budget and Personnel Committee sessions since the previous Quorum Court meeting, and Personnel Committee Chair Thomas Flowers explains an agreement was met to recommend the increase in that amount. The general recommendation from the committee to come to the court is that there be a 4% increase in beginning salaries. There were a few uh, instances where over the years someone had, uh, had his salary had gotten out of uh, adjustment just a little bit. I think we have seven employees that we did it recommended an adjustment for. And then the sheriff presented a proposal to us to increase the uh, beginning salary for a non-certified deputy and a certified deputy, non-certified jailer and a certified jailer that was a little bit more than the four percent. And so the ordinances have those revised figures built into them. All county employees will also be receiving additional premium pay as approved by JPs on Monday. An additional one-time payment of $2,600 for all full-time employees who were employed by the county from July 1st of 2021 through December 31st of 2021 
was authorized from the county's allocation of American Rescue Plan funds. In other matters from Monday's meeting, authorization was granted to borrow $180,000 for the purchase of a 2020 John Deere excavator for the road department and $150,000 for a tanker truck for the St. Vincent Fire District. And JPs approved the appointment of Jonathan Kelly to the Conway County Library Board. Chief Sonny Stover of the Moralton Police Department has been recognized with the 2021 Conway County Outstanding Law Enforcement Officer of the Year Award by Arkansas Attorney General Leslie Rutledge. The Perry County Officer of the Year was awarded to Trooper Brady Knuckles with the Arkansas State Police. Rutledge recognized all the county winners at a luncheon in Benton Tuesday. In addition, she presented statewide and regional Outstanding Law Enforcement Officer of the Year awards. Lone Oak Police Officers Cody Carpenter and Brandon Ray, along with Arkansas State Police Corporal Mark Blackerby, were named the State Law Enforcement Officers of the Year for their work in apprehending a suspect accused of kidnapping a girl from North Carolina. Their actions saved the child and safely reunited her with her family. Tornadoes are today's focus of Severe Weather Awareness Week. According to the National Weather Service, Arkansas recorded 35 tornadoes in 2021, two below the average for the state. The peak seasons for tornadoes are spring and fall, the times of the year when warm and cold air masses collide most often. To protect yourself from a tornado, Dennis Cavanaugh with the National Weather Service in Little Rock says you should have access to a safe shelter and most importantly, have a plan. How are you going to get to that shelter quickly if a tornado is approaching your location? Uh, you know, during severe weather season, almost any thunderstorm can produce a tornado. The good thing is those tornadoes are very small compared to the storms themselves, but it's always best to, if you find yourself in a tornado warning, to take shelter uh, just in case. And, uh, you know, access to a safe shelter, uh, that's, that's one of the keys. How, how are you going to get there quickly with you and your family? A tornado shelter or safe room is the safest place to be during a tornado. The next safest place is usually a basement. If you do not have access to any of these, officials suggest you go to an interior room on the lowest floor of a house or building. Mobile homes, even if tied down, offer little protection during a tornado and should be abandoned. If you're in a vehicle, your best option is to move to a sturdy building. One of the newer safety rules is to avoid taking shelter under a highway overpass. Rotating winds surrounding a tornado can hit you with a lot of debris and blow you out from beneath the bridge. The number of cases of coronavirus declined by five in Conway County and by three in Perry County Tuesday. According to the Arkansas Department of Health, there are now 52 active cases in Conway County and 19 in Perry County. There were no new cases of the virus reported in Conway County and only two in Perry County on Tuesday. Statewide, 693 new cases were reported as the number of active cases has fallen below 5,000. Now 743, let's check our market report. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, equities declined on Tuesday as the situation in Ukraine remains front and center. The Dow shed 600 points and the S&P 500 was down 1.6% as satellite imagery showing a Russian military convoy on its way to Ukraine's capital city of Kyiv raised concerns of escalated military fighting. Rising commodity prices, most notably a surge in oil prices to as high as $105 per barrel, added to today's stock market weakness given the potential near-term implications for inflation. 
Underlying market performance reflected a de-risking tone as lower risk areas such as healthcare, utilities, and consumer staples held up better, while the financials lagged amid the sizable pullback in interest rates. Concerns over upcoming Upcoming monetary policy tightening and escalating geopolitical risks have weighed on markets so far in 2022, with today's decline leaving the S&P 500 down more than 9% year-to-date. While we expect short-term volatility to continue as the situation unfolds in Ukraine, it's worth remembering that this is the first 10% correction in the stock market in two years, and stocks are still up roughly 13% over the last 12 months. The Dow closed at 33,294, up, excuse me, down 597 points. NASDAQ closed at 13,532, down 218 points. Volume was heavy as 1.4 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down 16 cents at $23.53. Bank of America was down $1.73 at $42.47. Centerpoint Energy was down $0.47 cents at $26.88. Deering Company was down $1.37 at $358.65. Energy Corporation was down $1.35 at $103.86. Under Armour was down $0.35 cents at $15.28. Simmons Bank was down $0.83 at $27.69. Regional Financial was down $2.08 at $22.11. Southwestern Energy was up $0.16 at $5.15. Tyson Foods was up $1.17 at $93.83. Walmart was up $0.83 at $135.99. LiveRamp was down $0.06 at $43.10. Interpublic Group was down $1.33 at $35.47. Nextair Energy was down $0.83 at $77.44. Natural gas was up $0.18 cents at $4.58. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $45.40 at $1,946.10. Silver was up $1.17 at $25.53. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, Moralton Parks and Recreation has extended registration for its spring youth baseball and softball season. Through today, leagues are available for boys and girls aged 3 through 15. Registration is $65 for one child and $55 for each additional sibling. Registration can be completed at the community center, and a copy of the child's birth certificate is required. For more information, call Lauren Brown at 354-4122. Hospice Home Care of Conway, which serves clients in Conway, Perry, Pope, Faulkner, Van Buren, and Cleburne Counties, is conducting a community food drive through March 15th. Donations can be made by calling Carol at 501-472-8148. There will also be a community food drive sack lunch at Harps in Perryville, Thursday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. The Perry County Extension Service Bull Selection and EPD Workshop has been rescheduled for this Friday at the Perryville High School Cafeteria. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. Dinner starts at 6 with the program to follow. And the Century League of Moralton will host a flashback prom charity ball this Saturday night at 6 at Point Remove Brewing Company in Moralton. Tickets are $50 each. They include dinner, drinks, and dancing. A super raffle will also be held with several prizes given away. Tickets for the raffle are $5 each or $5 for $20. Tickets for the charity ball and the raffle are available from any Century League member at Point Remove Brewing Company 
or on the Century League's Facebook page. Coming up in just a few moments, we'll visit with Mary Clark from the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. Right now at 748, Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, Jones Newswatch for Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Class 1A state basketball tournament comes to Marlton tomorrow. Wonderview is the host school for the tournament that will be played at Devil Dog Arena. Five teams from Conway County are among the 32 teams that will be participating. Wonderview's boys will play Thursday at 8.30 p.m. against Dermont. The Nemo Vista girls will play Friday at 1 p.m. against Kirby. Nemo Vista's boys will play Friday at 2.30 p.m. against Bradley. The Sacred Heart girls will play Friday at 4 p.m. against Dermont. And one of you's girls will play Friday night at 7 against Bradley. And we'll have the broadcast of all those games for you live on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. Bigelow's girls finished as runners-up in the Class 2A Central Region Tournament following a 44-21 loss to Melbourne in the championship game at White County Central High School on Tuesday. The Lady Panthers will play Parker's Chapel in the first round of the Class 2A State Tournament at Junction City on Saturday at 1 p.m. The Marlton High School baseball team opened its season with a wild 17-16 win over Clarksville on the road Tuesday afternoon. Devil Dogs will play at Alma next Tuesday. Marlton High School girls soccer team opened its season with a 9-1 win over Little Rock Southwest on Tuesday at Devil Dog Stadium. Boys team lost to the Griffins 3-0. Marlton will play at Clarksville on Thursday. 14th ranked Arkansas men's basketball team plays its final home game of the season tonight as LSU visits Bud Walton Arena. Tip-off scheduled for 8 p.m. with coverage live on her sister station 99.3 The Eagle. The Central Arkansas men's team overcame a 14-point second-half deficit to advance in their first A-Sun tournament with a 74-73 victory over the Hatters on Tuesday night at the Ferris Center. The Bears will take on Jacksonville in the second round on Thursday in Jacksonville. The UCA women's team plays its first game in the A-Sun tournament tonight with a 6 p.m. game at Jacksonville. You can hear that game live on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. 751 now as we look at weather on this Wednesday. Current conditions in Marlton humidities at 93% with our low temperature this morning of 35 degrees. High yesterday, 73. A year ago today, the low was 30 with the high of 55. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 9.82 inches. Our sunset this evening is at 6.07. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.38. And our forecast calls for sunny skies today with an afternoon high near 76 degrees. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 42. Another nice day tomorrow. Sunny and 74 the high. Then Friday, partly sunny day. High near 71. Then we do have a chance of rain uh, by Saturday night and Sunday. 
Right now, fair skies and 41 degrees in Marlton at 7.52 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.56 now on KVOM. We're joined on our close-up segment this morning by Mary Clark, representing the University of Arkansas Community College at Marlton. And good morning, Mary. Good morning. All right, it is good to have you in with us uh, for the monthly visit. I know there's quite a bit going on at the college uh, these days. Of course, well into the, uh, the spring semester, everything everything going well? It's going great. I mean, things are just really humming along. Um, we've got so many activities going on. It's really exciting. Um, we are uh, coming up on our annual uh, information session for uh, people who are interested in maybe uh, starting classes this fall. Um, it's uh, We call it More in Moralton. Um, and it uh, is a day on, it's Saturday, March 12th. Uh, it starts at 9 o'clock in the morning, lasts until about noon, but it's a day when prospective students and uh, families can come to the campus and find out all the information about all the programs that they might be interested in, find out about financial aid options, um, all of our student services from tutoring to counseling, um, all the support services that are available, uh, talk to the instructors and actually see the classrooms and labs. So um, there's no charge for it. Um, people, We do ask people to register ahead of time on our website just so we'll have a good count of how many people will be there. Um, and they also will have a drawing for three $1,000 scholarships that are going to be awarded by the Fedville Shell Scholarship Fund. So that's always exciting because three uh, lucky people that, that come to the event will receive one of those $1,000 scholarships. Um, and again, that's Saturday, March 12th, beginning at 9 o'clock. Um, all of that information is on our, our website, of course. So. All right. Yeah, that's a great to, great opportunity for uh, certainly for prospective students and just that opportunity to get a scholarship is incentive enough absolutely all right so that's coming up on the 12th i know just uh i guess a couple days before that you're going to have a special uh guest speaker i know we had uh uh, dr kennedy there Mm -hmm. last week for black curse history month and i guess this is women is it women's Women's history month yes marches and um, we are pleased to announce that jasmine wilson um, is going to be our guest speaker for the women's history month event we call it talks thoughts and treats um, and that will be on thursday march the 10th it's going to be at noon and our student union um, and we will serve a free lunch for those in attendance um, but you know many people i know jasmine in this community she's a she's an educator that is really making a tremendous difference on young people's lives but she's also a community leader of course serves on the city council she's actually on our uacc on board of visitors she's one of our newer members we're really pleased to have her um, and i know she'll give a really exciting talk so i, I invite all the community to come and attend that event saturday that is thursday march 10th at noon all right once again no uh no cost or no, no cost at all and again we'll be serving the lunch um and uh, hopefully we'll have a good crowd we had a great crowd last month for dr Kennedy, and hopefully we'll again for jasmine all right and um, uh, i guess we have some new uh should have mentioned this bit ago but the new programs coming uh, as far as in the career 
in the Center. career center yeah. yes that's for high school students um, we are uh, really excited to be uh, offering the um, uh, computer-aided drafting and design and computer information systems uh, beginning this fall for the high school students 10th through 12th graders that are going to be enrolling in the career center on our campus um, and again um, uh, the Office of Skills Development, which is a state agency, they pay the tuition and the fees for those programs. So it's free of charge to the 10th through the 12th graders from the high schools in this area. It's a great opportunity to get started um, on a technical degree. Most of our technical and career specific programs are included in that, but um, we're really pleased to be, uh, be, be able to add the computer aided drafting and design and then that computer information systems. And those will be really, I think, two popular programs for young people. Oh, yeah. So okay. that will start, and they can actually come to the information session on the 12th and find out more about that as well. Okay. All right. And also, I know some, some work going on in the, the Technology Center and kind of re re revamping that. We have um, the Technology Building 1 is one of our oldest buildings on campus. It's almost uh, 60 years old and needed a little bit of a, an update and renovation um, and we are excited to, uh, that we have completed the phase one of that and it's the home for our new diesel technology program which is a really in-demand program right now you know diesel mechanics it's one of the uh, it's a very high wage program um, much in demand so we're really excited to add that program and this is the first semester that those students are going to be able to to use that facility um, and we'll have a grand opening of that um, later this spring so we'll be announcing that um, but that and then we will continue with phase two on um, that will just expand that area it was our old welding area and welding of course went over to the workforce training center so okay all right that's very exciting get used of that and uh, of course, I know a growing uh, program that has uh, been, I guess, some changes in, in uh, the, the, the nursing program, though. It kind of started that application process. Yes, for registered nursing, that started yesterday and will continue through September the 1st. Um, the nursing program is the associate degree in registered nursing, um, and it is a program for LPNs that have a, are their fully licensed LPN. Uh, currently um, and they can and they can begin in January um, and complete that program in December and complete their registered nursing degree um, it is designed for people who are working in the field already um, the classes they meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays and then every other weekend they have clinicals on uh, actually on Friday Saturday and Sunday at area hospitals uh, nursing homes medical clinics and um, it's a competitive program we always have uh, you know it's it's a lots and lots of applicants um, that more applicants than we have spaces we we take up to 48 but um, I would encourage people that are interested in that program now that the application process has started to go ahead and get um, get their application in and also sign up to take the uh, entrance exam that's available we give that daily or Monday through Thursdays um, over in our testing center okay all right so a lot, uh, a lot of exciting stuff going on or no uh, in the summer, typically have some stuff for kids too. Is, is that still going to yes? Gonna be going on? We're we're going to be having the summer camps. Those have just been announced. Um, we um, are going to be offering our kids college, which is always very popular. That's for K through or K through three third grade, um, kindergartners through third graders, and then we have the Young Manufacturing Academy. That's one that we've offered for several years, um, and that is for ages twelve through fourteen. 
Um, we have the Career Tech Academy, which is for 9th through the 12th graders. Um, and then we have a welding camp and an auto service camp that will be for 10th through the 12th graders. Um, and that's a great way for young people to, to start out at their one-week camps, uh, very low-cost camps that allow um, young people to kind of see, get their feet wet and see if they really, they might like to go into those areas as a career. So. Um, uh, Justin Moore, who's our workforce, uh, he is our community education coordinator. Um, he is setting up all those classes, and he's also got a new one he's going to try called Fishing Camp, okay. um, and that will be for fourth through sixth graders. So those uh, will be available on our web. All the information will be available on our website soon. Okay. Yep. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. All right, Mary. Anything else? Um, well, today we are actually hosting a. Uh, it's a welding. Uh, competition for high school welding competition mm -hmm. so we'll have a lot of schools on our campus um, competing uh, in that area yesterday they did the ag mechanics competition mm -hmm. we had a lot of young people on our campus it's always exciting to see those young men and women um, coming and competing and showing off uh, their expertise already and hopefully some of those will will actually decide to come and attend UACCM in the fall yeah, absolutely get it getting them on campus seeing those facilities is always a great recruiting tool absolutely so, all right mary clark with uaccm thank you so much thank you you've been listening to kvom's morning news watch the podcast edition